Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 42 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. So glad to have you guys back for another episode, number 42. Uh, I haven't haven't thought of a title for this episode yet, but it will be about people pleasing, that good old behavior you might find that you let slip every now and then. Uh, Before I get into the episode though, uh, just a few little things. I would love if you could rate the podcast. So just at the top of the page, there's a star rating. Once you've listened to at least three episodes, you can rate the podcast there. Uh, Also join the challenge. So on my TikTok, Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach, I'm doing a reconnecting to your spirituality challenge. So I've also done a podcast episode a bit more about this, but essentially what it is, it's learning how to reconnect with your spirituality after you've kind of started to drop out of it, which is very common to happen once you've kind of went really deep into spirituality. It's very easy to then have that drop when a lot changes and you lose just the patterns and the rhythms. And anyway, follow the challenge, listen to the episode um, if you if it's something that you want to join in on. Also follow my Instagram, which is soul traveler, full stop coach. Send me a message. I love to hear from you guys. So, or just even to find some different tips, uh, I'd recommend following the page. All right. Before I get into it, a bit about my week so far. So it's really nice. I got the house almost to myself this week. Um, my other housemate is still here, but the other two housemates are out. So it's going to feel like living in a two-person house, which is kind of fun. We've already decided we're going to play Taylor Swift just nonstop. Uh, it's Easter this weekend. So by the time that this episode comes out, it will have been Easter or it will be Easter. Uh, so happy Easter, guys. Hope you're having a nice long weekend. Um, next weekend, I'm going to Nice for a, a friend's birthday trip. So I'm super excited for that. So Nice in France, I feel like that will be so beautiful. I'm very, very excited. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. And I've just been reading so many books lately, actually. I've reread Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses, which I've spoken about on here before. And it's got me back into the reading again. And now I'm reading... Thrones of Glass, which is same author, but her original series. Didn't expect it to be so good, um, being the original, you know, authors work up into the best ones, but I'm absolutely loving it. So if you're someone who likes those books, send me a message on Instagram as well, because I love to talk, talk about books. And without further ado, I suppose we should actually get into the episode before I continue my run any longer. <laughs> So as I've already mentioned, this episode is about learning to stop people pleasing and stop letting other people's opinions control you. And so a few different things I want to talk about today is what is people pleasing, including like niceness versus people pleasing. I'm also going to talk about the signs of people pleasing, uh, why we do it, how it affects you personally, how to overcome it, and how to put yourself first before we conclude the episode. Okay, so to start the episode, let's talk about what exactly people pleasing is. So essentially it's when someone when you're someone who's considered to be very nice and kind. However, it's to a point that it's actually detrimental to yourself and where you begin to ignore your own 
emotional, physical, spiritual needs in order to help someone else. And with people pleasing, it will often take an emotional toll on yourself. But there is, there is a huge difference between helping others and being taken advantage of. So don't think that you can't help someone because then you're a people pleaser. That's, it's not the same thing. There's very different ways to look at people pleasing versus just being kind. Um, but people pleasing it will often lead to feelings of stress and anxiousness. Uh, you just have this desire to put others, other people's needs ahead of your own despite any consequences that may result out of it. And it's very normal for people pleasers to be very empathetic people because you're so aware of the emotions and you're so aware of other people that you just, you want it, you don't want them to feel bad. You don't want them to feel let down. So you put all your effort into avoiding that for them. And you start to make the decisions based on the people around you and their best interests instead of your own best interests. So in comparison to niceness versus people-pleasing, just to get a better idea, niceness, it's normally done for a range of reasons, like to feel good, to help someone, to return a favor. Like it's when you're going out of your way to do something, but you're doing it for a reason, like there's, there's, there's a good enough reason behind it. Versus people-pleasing, when you're doing it because you're afraid. You're afraid of being disliked, you're afraid of being rejected, you're afraid of what will happen if you say no. It's the fear of saying no is a good indicator of whether it's people pleasing versus just being nice. So how can you tell if you're a people pleaser or if you're showing people people pleasing signs? So if you're in the people pleasing mode. Uh, so there's a few different signs that are really big indicators for this. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is agreeing with whoever is in front of you. So it's when it doesn't matter who is there. It doesn't matter if you've already told someone else the exact opposite thing. Um, you just agree with what other, whatever that person in front of you is saying. So it ends up being just this conflict of information where you're just, you're aiming to please everyone. So you, you talk to one person about a situation and they tell you they don't agree with it. And you go, oh, I totally understand. I don't agree with it either. You talk to someone else about the situation and they do agree with it. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, so totally. Yeah, I see where you agree with it. It's just working your decisions your point of view to be around whoever you're with another sign is that you apologize even when it's not your fault and I feel like this is a very common thing that people do so especially if you've if you've got people pleasing tendencies you most likely surround yourself with people that will like not always but that tend to take advantage of it um so they know that you'll say sorry they'll know that you're going to take the blame so they'll they'll utilize that sometimes. And it's just being careful of who you're surrounding yourself with here as well. So stop apologizing if it's not your fault. If you know it's not your fault, do not apologize. Even if you don't want to, if you want to avoid conflict and you don't really want to argue, you don't need to apologize. So you can avoid a conflict and you can get out of a conflict without apologizing. You just simply say something along the lines of, okay, yep, I... um." That, that's okay. I understand if you feel that way, but you just don't apologize for it. If you don't also, people are going to get annoyed when you use sorry too often, when you're not really sorry, it kind of takes away for the whole reasoning of it. So there's actually no benefit of constantly apologizing for something. Only apologize if you truly mean it and you truly know you've done something wrong. 
Another sign is struggling to say no, which I've already kind of talking, uh, spoken about, but you just struggle when someone asks you to do something or someone asks you to come to an event and you don't really want to go, you just struggle to say no. Or you might even make up excuses. Oh, I would really love to do that, but I have an assignment to finish. When in reality, you already finished that assignment, you just want time to yourself, but you don't know how to tell that person that you just want time to yourself. So this is another huge sign that you may be doing people-pleasing. Another one is a personality change. This is when you shift your personality personality to match the people around you. Kind of similar to when you're agreeing with whoever is in front of you. This is when you shift and your personality becomes like the people. And this is this is so this is like say someone is very has very detrimental negative behavior. And when you're around this person, you pick up that same sort of behavior because you find it easier to be around the person instead of calling them out. So this is an example of the personality change. And do you know what? Like personality change, I feel like I'm someone I can do that a lot as well. Like I I am for sure I'm a people pleaser in certain situations. It does see this is the thing as well. People pleasing, it's can be certain situations. It doesn't mean you're people pleasing in every in every situation, but you can be in certain situations. Um, for me, I, f- I feel like this is partly you being empathetic, um, an empathetic person. I pick up a lot of traits of the people around me and it can become a lot easier to join in on gossip and change your personality to match this person who likes to gossip than to either ignore them or call them out on their shit. This is something you can work on. Of course, it's something I'm working on. Um, I've spoken about it in my challenge, breaking the bad habits, Um, And yeah, so check out the challenge if you'd like some ideas on how to break this. (laughs) Another one is worrying about how people see you. So you stress that someone's going to have a negative point of view of you and you just seek this external validation. So you don't know how to survive without having people like you. So pretty much you just struggle with the idea that someone doesn't like you. Again, this is, I can relate to this as well. Like I've had certain people in my life that no matter what I did, I could not get them to like me. Like I would try so hard. And actually two of these times I worked with these people and it just, I my people pleasing ten- tendencies turned on and I tried so, so hard to just be nice to them, to try and relate to them, to get down on their level. And do you know what? Sometimes it would work temporarily that they would be nice to me for a day. And then after that day, they would treat me like shit again because they thought they could walk all over me. And so, and it, and I allowed them to. So that's that worry, that validation, you need to kind of re, recenter and realize who cares if not everyone likes you. Not everyone in this world will like you. And that's just personality differences. And that's okay. Like you're different people. And Um, often when someone doesn't like you, it's because they see something similar within themselves, but something they don't want to face. So it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you either. And it's nothing you can actually change. Another sign is feeling guilty when you say no, which again, we've already kind of covered that. Um, another one is agreeing to things you don't want to do. So when someone invites you to an event, like just not really being, um, able to say no, despite not really wanting to do it. Another is believing if you do someone a favor, then they will like you. So instead of doing someone a favor because like you want to help them out or um, they said they'll help you out, uh, 
in return or whatever it is, you do it in hopes that they like you. Again, when I spoke about like having people that I just never really got along with no matter what I did when I worked with them, I would sometimes try and do favors for them thinking that this would turn it around and then we would um, we could build a friendship or just build a solid ground enough to just be nice to each other. It never works. It doesn't. It's just they start to take advantage. They start to learn they can keep using you for favors and you'll just say yes. Um, another is agreeing with someone even when you don't necessarily agree with them. I kind of covered this already um, when I spoke about agreeing with someone who is in front of you. Another is feeling responsible for other people. So this is when you feel like you're responsible when someone else does something wrong or just that it's your fault if something goes wrong when it's someone else's actions. Another sign can be you feel uncomfortable if someone's angry. So if someone is getting angry at a situation, especially if it's like, say, you said no to doing something, you start to feel really uncomfortable and you start to feel guilty. And even if it's not necessarily, the anger may not be directed at you, but you instantly think it is because that people-pleasing tendency is saying, oh no, you haven't pleased someone. So that anger must be at you. Another sign, you need praise to feel good. You don't feel good unless people tell you you're good. Again, the external validation. Um, another is you f- go to great lengths to avoid conflict. So, in, and avoiding conflict is not a bad thing. Sometimes that is the best option. Um, but it's when something it does need to be confronted, and you know what needs to be confronted. Say you're a manager at work, and you need to confront someone on what they're not doing wrong, and you'll just avoid conflict, and you'll avoid saying anything to them because you don't want to. That is another sign of people pleasing. Uh, The last two I want to talk about is you feel like you're walking on eggshells. So you just feel like if you say anything, it will go wrong. You feel like if you don't say anything, it will go wrong. You're just kind of stuck in this ball. And the last sign is you start to self-gaslight. So you start to doubt yourself. So you might think someone's done something wrong, but then your people-pleasing will be like, oh no, maybe it's you. Maybe actually you're wrong. Maybe you've misread the situation. So these are all signs of people-pleasing. It's a good way to like kind of understanding the signs will help you in to change them because it's going to indicate to you where you need to change up certain patterns. So the next thing I want to talk about is why exactly do we do it? Why do we people please? Why do we put ourselves in those situations instead of just confronting a problem head on? Uh, There's a few different reasons why we do it. I'm going to talk about some of them today. Some, it can be a personality trait where you're just overly concerned with pleasing others to earn approval. Uh, It can also be for mental health reasons. So sometimes our mental health takes control and convinces us of a story that isn't true. And then we try and defend it by keeping everyone around us happy. So different mental health issues can be anxiety, depression, avoidant personality disorder, Uh, bipolar disorder and codependency. Another reason is that we have poor self-esteem. So we have such a poor idea of our own self that we try and keep other people happy, thinking that validating other people and keeping other people happy will in turn validate us and that they will love us where we can't love ourselves. So essentially, it's just where you don't value your own desires, you don't value your own needs and you just seek this external validation. And this leads on to the next one, which is insecurity. So you have this worry of people not liking you. So this doubt and insecurity can really build up and you start to think that the only way that you can feel secure again is external validation. Another one is perfectionism. 
you don't want people to see your flaws. You want to seem like you're perfect. You want to seem like you're just a great person that doesn't deal in conflict, that will always help other people. And this perfectionism takes control because you just want to be this perfect person, even though by people pleasing, you actually create your own flaws. Another, and this is a big one, it is past experiences. So your past experiences and your past trauma can really, really be detrimental and be such like in control of this people-pleasing behavior because it's like past experiences are telling you that you have to act in a certain way. So this could include like bullying. Like if you were bullied as a child, you might feel like you need people to like you now. Um, traumatic experiences. So traumatic experiences growing up, whether it be like within your family, whether it be out, you might just have this need to just be loved and this need to get love from an outside source. Um, it can also be avoiding triggers. So if you've say had abusive behavior in the past, um, of from saying no, from saying no to someone and abusive behavior occurred from that, you might feel like you can't really say no because you have this fear of what will occur if you do. And then the last thing I want to talk about, about why we do it is the fear of rejection. So this is this fear of if we don't help someone, then they're going to reject us. Even though in reality, if we continuously people please someone, they're actually more likely to reject us. It is kind of hard to understand that when you're portraying these people-pleasing behaviors. So how does participating in these behaviors actually affect you yourself? So it's important to understand how it can affect you because it's it's harder to people-please when you are aware of the downfalls of people-pleasing. So the first one I'm going to talk about is you start to lose sight of yourself. So you start to get confused and you start to not really understand who you are as a person, and you kind of lose this lack of authenticity. So you just don't know who you are. You become just like everyone else in the crowd and who you are changes based on who you're with because you're becoming just like the people that you're with in order to please them and have them validate you. So you just have no idea because this person is constantly changing. So this person is just a stranger to you when it's just yourself and you're just ignoring the actual things you want to do. Another way is that you start to lack self-care. So you have no time. You're so busy putting time into other people that you have no time for yourself. So, and that starts to show, that starts to show in different behaviors. You're probably more exhausted. You probably just, um, you probably get physical symptoms. You probably feel spiritual symptoms. Like the lack of self-care will start to show. And also you have no idea what makes you happy. Kind of when I was talking about losing sight of yourself, you have no idea what brings you joy because you don't have time for that. You're too busy trying to make other people happy and trying to avoid conflict that you don't actually know what makes you happy. Also, you build up resentment and this can put such a strain on relationships. So just because you're saying yes to someone, it doesn't mean you're happy about it. Just because you're pleasing someone else, it doesn't mean you're happy about it. So it means that you're building up this resentment for this person, even though it's kind of on you. You're the one saying yes, you're the one agreeing to do it. And you're starting to resent this person for you not being able to set your own boundaries. So this built up resentment is going to put a strain on that relationship and you can't help that. You It will happen because you're going to start viewing as this person as they don't help me, but I always help them. Like, do they not care about me? 
you also start to get trouble advocating for yourself. So you don't know how to back yourself. You don't know how to support yourself. And this can come up in so many areas of your life. If you can't support yourself in your friendships or your relationships, how do you support yourself when you're going for a job? How do you advocate for yourself? How do you say where you're good and why you have like where you have strength? You also will build anxiety and stress because you're unable to manage it all. You lose your time. You're, as I've already said, you put so much time into other people that you don't have time for yourself and the stress starts to build because you're not, A, you're not doing things that are probably essential that you need to do, say like assignments or work or whatever it might be. But B, because you're so stressed about that, you have no time to actually allow for yourself. You start to lose the willpower and lose the motivation to do anything for yourself. And as I've kind of already mentioned, you get weaker relationships. So this resentment, this overcommitment in the relationships, it starts to it starts to strain and it starts to ruin the relationships you have with other people. Also, people start to take advantage of you. They'll go, Oh, she'll do it. Oh, she she always says yes. I can ask her. Um because she'll say yes. Like I know she'll say yes. She doesn't know how to say no. And they might not come at it in an awful way, but it's like, if you know, say you need someone to cover your shift at work. If you know one person always says yes, then are you going to go to everyone else and ask them first? Or are you going to go to the person that will just straight away say yes and save you time? When people are aware of that, when people are aware that you're going to say yes, they're more likely to take advantage of that. And another way it will affect you is people will actually start getting frustrated at you. So the people close to you, whether it's your people pleasing them or people pleasing people around you, they're going to get frustrated in you. So it might be in the fact that they're trying to defend you. They're trying to help you not people please and not always give in to people. And they're trying to support you on that. And then you turn around and do it anyway. So they could get frustrated there. Or they may even notice that when you always do it to them, when you always try and people please them and you never have an authentic conversation, they start to kind of lose that relationship, lose that strength in your relationship. So these are different ways that it can affect you. And now we will go into how you can actually overcome it. So how can you start working to overcome people pleasing? Uh, first thing I want you to do is look for patterns. So identify where this actually comes from. Does it mainly come from when you're at work? You don't really know how to say no to your bosses. Does it come from with friendships? Like you, there's a particular person or particular people that you don't know how to say no to. Maybe they're people that have really strong personalities. Look for the patterns of where you struggle with people pleasing. And next, recognize your limits and place boundaries. Boundaries are so, so important and it's so important to establish these boundaries. Um, I'm going to do an episode sometime soon about boundaries because I think it's a really important topic. But essentially with boundaries, know your limits, establish the boundaries, and then communicate these limits. So what are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? Maybe you're willing to cover a shift um, once a month or you're willing to cover a shift if it's during the week, but you don't want to cover a shift if it's on the weekend. Like limit your Limit your boundaries, establish your boundaries and know your limits and then let people know of this. Or another example, it could be you turn your phone off during a certain time. Um, so I know a girl at my, uh, my manager actually, uh, she's, she, what she does is when she's at home, I know I'll never get an answer from her. If I message her, I'll never get an answer from her unless she's at work. And I am so bad for that. I'm always on my phone. If someone messages me about something work-related, I reply within like 10 minutes. And it can sometimes feel frustrating if you can't get through to someone, but they're at home. They're not working. And I actually really honor her for doing this. Like she 
doesn't answer her phone. And I know that now. So I know, and as everyone else does, if I message her, she's not going to reply to me. I know her boundaries. She's not going to come back to me. So I know and allow time to hear back from her and don't put too much pressure on it. Another one is you could keep Friday nights to yourself. So say you really like to have some time to yourself, but you feel like you have to commit to plans, social plans. So commit to the fact that Friday nights are for you and you're going to use Friday nights for yourself and then make social plans around that time. And so this is this is just a different way to set boundaries. You can do it in any way you like to, but this is just examples. Another way to overcome people pleasing is just start small. So if you need to set some boundaries, if you need to start saying no, maybe start by texting someone instead of doing it in person because it can be really like confronting talking to someone in person. And although we love communication, especially direct, if starting small and texting them is going to help you build up, then do that. It's better than not doing anything at all and just saying yes because you're too scared to say no in person. Another way to overcome people pleasing is don't say yes straight away. So if you find that in the moment you're much more likely to say yes and then regret it later, don't say yes straight away. Say you'll think about it. You'll see if you have time and you'll get back to them soon. Uh, give yourself time to work up to the no because then you can kind of leave, reflect on it a bit and be like either, actually, no, I do have time and I wouldn't mind helping out with that. So yeah, I can do it. Or it can be, actually, I don't have time for that and it's going to drain me if I do that and it means I lose time for myself. So I'm going to tell them, no, I'm not actually, I, I'm not actually free. I can't do that. Uh, so yes, just by not saying yes straight away can really help you to reflect on the situation and not just immediately get stuck somewhere. Another way to overcome is ask yourself, would they do it for you? So you shouldn't be doing things for other people. I mean, you shouldn't be doing things to expect it back in return anyway. Um, but you also shouldn't be doing things for people when it's very one-sided. People pleasing is one-sided. It's normally the case of having to say yes to someone, even if they wouldn't do it back for you. So if you're unsure if you want to do something, then ask yourself that. Would they do it for you? Would they cancel their plans that they had just to chill to go and help you do something that, um, to go help you say the other day, my housemate asked me if I, if I could help her pick up a table. Um, it was within my own time and I thought about it and I was like, do you know what? If I asked her, I know she would help me and I'm happy to help out because, um, I, I feel like I would be ha like, it would be doing kindness rather than people pleasing. I know that if I wanted to, I could say no, and there was no pressure behind it, but I wanted to for that reason. Like, I wanted to, because I knew that she would help me if it was the other way around. Another way is to avoid making excuses. So yes, you can put it off and say like, I'll let you know soon, but avoid making excuses for why you don't want to. So again, like I've already mentioned, if you want to go home and relax, but you tell them instead, oh, I've got, a, I've got an assignment to finish, that's an excuse. Just say, I'm really sorry, but I've set time for myself. I need this time um, and I just can't do it. Like I had a friend um, the other day who wanted to do a call and she said, can we do it while you're on the way to work? My way to work is when I read my book, I have some time to myself. And so I could have just been like, oh no, there's no signal on the bar. Oh, there's no signal on it or made up an excuse, which is probably what I would have done before. Um, but no, instead I just said to her, I'm really sorry, but it's my time. It's the time I get to myself where I get to just read. And she completely understood. She was completely fine. She's like, okay, yeah, we can work out another time. Another way to overcome it is help 
when you want to. So you don't need to cut off helping completely. Like you don't need to just cut off all kindness. That is not the answer either. If you want to help someone, help someone. But if you're doing it out of the need to get this external validation that they'll like you or that um, you feel this pressure, then don't do it. But if you want to help them, if you just, if, if you want to do it on your own terms, then do it. That's absolutely fine. Another way which I'll go more into in the next part, but practice putting yourself first. And then also talk to a therapist. Therapy, like these people are trained to help you with these kind of situations. So overcoming people pleasing, it can be really, really easy. Well, not easy, but it can be really, really beneficial by going to therapy. Another way, acknowledge your emotions. Acknowledge what you're feeling. Acknowledge this like gut feeling that's raising when you're saying no and where you feel like you're doing something wrong by saying no acknowledge it and don't shame it just understand it instead learn where it comes from and then finally learn to validate your own needs and this comes down to self-care again so what do you need do you need time to yourself do you need time with your friends do you need time off like you like whatever it is whatever your needs are validate those so that you can actually feel good about following through with them So it's so important when overcoming people-pleasing to learn to put yourself first. And putting yourself, it's not selfish, it is healthy. It is a good thing to put yourself first. It is a good thing to prioritize your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, and your mental health. Those should come first. And when you know that you have a balance there, that is when you can give time to others. So when you treat yourself with love and you put yourself first, it actually creates a ripple effect when you actually get more time to give that to other people as well. Compared to when you're people pleasing and you're losing time and you're very stressed out, you don't have time to share that with yourself or with other people. You're just getting stressed out. I mean, you're probably agreeing to do something, but then you're probably so stressed in the situation and that person is actually like, God, they're so grumpy today. They're so unhelpful today. So it's so important to focus on putting yourself first. And you can do this by doing daily self-check-ins. So constantly asking yourself, how are you feeling? What are your needs? Set yourself reminders to just take that time to do these self-check-ins to see how you are in that moment. Another way to put yourself first is pencil time in for the things that you enjoy, the things that bring you joy. So whenever you're... So you should be setting, say, like maybe 10 to 15 minutes minimum a day to do things you like. So it it can be while you're heading to work or it can be like 10, 15 minutes before you go to bed. Do the thing that brings you joy. For me, it's reading. I have really fallen back into my reading. So on my way to work on the transport, I read my book. When I get home, I allow 15 minutes to read, 15 minutes to watch a TV show that I want to watch. You should be allowing time for yourself. You shouldn't be putting all that time into other people. So you can also do this by setting an alarm, remind you to set time aside or setting a spot in your calendar or whatever it is. Also meditation and going deeper. This can be a really, really good way to put yourself first. It can allow you for some self-reflection to kind of realize what your needs are, what your values are. Prioritizing fitness can be really helpful too. Yes, fitness, it might not be fun. It might not, exercise is not necessarily something you think you want to do, but the feeling post-exercise is very uplifting and very motivational. So do try and prioritize exercise and fitness when you can. 
A really, really good way to put yourself first is use the good china and eat the best food first. So what I mean by this is stop restricting yourself from doing using the good things or having the good things because you want to save them for something special because you're actually just, you, you just never end up using it. Like you never, so one of my things is I'll always save the best flavor for last um, or I'll eat the veggies first or whatever it is. But the thing is, I would get to a point I'd kind of get sick of the food. <laughs> so random example, super dupers, ice blocks, ice lollies, whatever you call, whatever, wherever you're from, wherever you call them. I used to always save my favorite flavors for last. But by the time I got to those flavors, I was kind of sick of eating super dupers. So I didn't enjoy them as much. So try eating the good things first and do having and doing the good things first instead of putting them off as a, I'll get this eventually. Also be grateful, be grateful for what you have, be grateful for yourself, uh, just show that gratitude and it's such a, it, will, it will allow you just to kind of put yourself first in this, be grateful for what you ha- already have and smile yourself, smile at yourself in the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and smile and just realize again, the gratitude, realize how great you are and realize how important you are to actually put first. And the final thing I want to talk about is choose to do something that will help the future you. So make a decision today or this week and do something that will help you. Whether it be a big or small thing, instead of putting your time into someone else, put time into something that will help the future you. And with that, it does bring us to the end of the episode. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. Uh, Just a few conclusion notes from today's episode. Remember, people-pleasing is very common and it can be caused by many things and it can come up in different situations. So just don't judge yourself and just take the steps to change it. If you can rate the podcast, as I said at the top of the page, once you've listened to three episodes, I believe it is, you can rate it. I would really, really appreciate that. Join my TikTok challenge, reconnecting to your spirituality in five weeks, a soul traveler full stop coach, and follow me on Insta, send me a message, again, soul traveler full stop coach. Um, Just before I end the episode, I'm going to end with a quote, of course, and this quote is from Anonymous. And it is, don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. Don't forget to embrace your soul traveler. Bye, friends.